Okay, so tonight on the podcast, we have... Let's talk about how cool of a last name Honey is. What's up? How you doing? Such a good one. Our karaoke song. Hey, Albert, thanks for having me. Welcome to the podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the More Than This podcast. I am so excited to be able to sit down for this week's conversation. My guest today is a JUCO product, now playing quarterback at the University of Oklahoma. Even though he is new to Norman, he has already taken several opportunities to partner with the community to give back and to make a difference. I cannot wait to dive a little deeper into his life, family, faith, mission, and so much more. Please welcome to the podcast, General Booty. Hey, guys. What's going on? (laughs) Thanks so much for sitting down with us today. We appreciate it. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me. All right. So we're going to start off easy. Ready for this? Yep. Yep. All right. So Halloween is coming up. We're recording the week before Halloween. What is the most iconic Halloween costume you've ever worn? Mm, most iconic. Yep. I don't know. I've had a lot of good ones. Okay. I have to go with my favorite one would be Captain Jack Sparrow when I was okay. young. From Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. What age was that? I'd say around nine or 10. Okay, that's solid. That's solid. I think one year I was a Power Ranger. So that would probably be my most. Like, I don't know why that was so random, but you know, we had to go with it. We had to pull it out. I think I was Power Ranger one year too. Hey, popular, popular. I think my brother was a Power Ranger for five years in a row. I'm not even kidding. Really? Yep. Loved him. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. So kind of just introduce yourself to us. Like you've never met us before. Like where are you from? All that good stuff. Yep. So obviously, uh, General Booty from Shreveport, Louisiana, born and raised there until I was about nine years old, um, moved out to California. I've actually moved around quite a bit. I've been to four different high schools, um, two in California, two in Texas. Had to move around for my dad's job a little bit. Um, so I, I lived in Newport Beach, California, um, San Antonio, Texas, um, then moved back out to California, San Juan and then finished my senior year at Allen, Texas. Um, and that was probably my favorite one, I'd say, as far as just my experience there. Um, finished up there, had a couple small offers coming out of high school to play football. Um, I played quarterback and uh, wanted to bet on myself a little bit. And so I went Juco and played in Tyler, Texas last year. Um, had an awesome time, made a bunch of friends there, uh, my coaches and stuff, and had a pretty good season. And had the opportunity to uh, come up to OU and 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 visit it and uh, fell in love with the campus and the coaches and uh, decided to commit on the spot and moved down here this past summer and haven't looked back. That's awesome. That's crazy yeah. that you moved so much in high school. Can I ask yeah. like what your dad does? Yeah. Well, first, my freshman year, we were out in California. Um, he used to coach when I was really young. And uh, going into my sophomore year, uh, a friend had called him and and gave him an opportunity to get back into coaching uh, football, high school football. So he took it. And then my sophomore year, that was an opportunity for for him to coach me, which was really fun. Um, And then after that, it was a very small private school in San Antonio. They were trying to get their football program kind of back on the map after that. Uh, they decided they weren't going to have any football as a sports team anymore. It was just too hard for them. Uh, so we moved back out to California and then COVID hit and uh, it was just really weird out in California and had a lot of family still in Texas, Louisiana and moved back down to 
to the Dallas area for my senior year. Well, that's awesome. I uh, I think it's really sweet being able to be coached by your parents. My mom coached me in high school and like, really? like yeah, super yeah, special. It is really special. It's hard a lot, but yep, no doubt, no doubt. We butt heads a little bit, but wouldn't trade it for the world, you know. Mm-hmm. So, my uh, my mom's parents are actually from Tyler. So did you? Oh, really? You were at TJC, right? Yep, I was at TJC. Oh yeah, gotta love TJC. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a fun spot, and uh, made a lot of friends there, and it was a cool little town. Uh, I didn't get to leave campus very much, but it, it was fun when I did. That's awesome. It's not really. I feel like it's not really like a college town. Like no offense, no. Tyler, but it's a. I feel like people that have been there like deep family roots in Tyler. So uh, right. I have a lot of family still there, and I love going back there, but. Um, I'm sure Norman is a little bit different college-wise for sure. Yeah, a whole lot different, a whole lot different. So what are you liking about Norman so far? Um, probably my favorite thing that struck uh, struck me when I got here was the campus. Like I loved all the brick and how like close everything was and how it was like it was noticed it was just like really clean because I had obviously been to a bunch of college campuses before, but like no trash on the ground, super clean, like everyone picked up after themselves the classes weren't like super far away like it's all kind of in one spot uh and I just love that about it so the campus is what caught my eye at first and obviously the facilities for football and everything are I mean elite they're the top of the top so that was awesome as well that's awesome so I was doing a little bit of research and I saw that football kind of runs in your family could you kind of explain that and like did that play into your decision to like pursue football originally or was that kind of something that you decided on your own uh I mean I grew up kind of that's all I knew but I, I did grow up playing like basketball and baseball and stuff like that and I love those but at the end of the day I, I liked football the most and I guess with my dad being my coach a little bit and then I had uncles that played as well and they'd help me out like on and off the field and we'd always be watching football at the house and stuff like that so I mean I'm sure it, it persuaded me a little bit but I mean I always loved football growing up so I knew that was something that I was going to want to do um in the long run that's awesome so you say like you had uncles that played and stuff but like and your dad but like explain like the level at which they played like going to that so uh most of my family's quarterbacks my grandfather kind of started it all he went and played at Arkansas um he had four sons so uh, two of my uncles went off and played in the NFL. Um, my dad, he was the only receiver of the group, and he played uh, at LSU and then ended up making it to the Cleveland Browns. And then my other, my last uncle, um, he played high school football in Louisiana and was like state MVP and all that. So he just decided to pursue it after high school. But so I have a little bit of football in my family and obviously a lot of knowledge. That's awesome. That's I'm sure that was really fun to grow up with and just like to have yeah. help along that process, you know. So no doubt. that's cool. So what what truly like impacted your decision to go the JUCO route? Because like I know you had offers. Allen is like world mm-hmm. renowned. I mean, like Kyler Murray, all that stuff. What what impacted right. that decision a little bit? Uh, I say somewhat. Uh, my cousins. I have uh three cousins on my mom's side. Um, two older, and they both played football. Um, kind of same thing. One of them decided to go JUCO, and then the younger brother decided to go JUCO after that. And they both made it out. One went to Baylor, one went to North Carolina. Um, so watching them, that was kind of when I was in high school. So watching them, I'd go to their games every now and then when I could. 
um, seeing the work they put in and and what they got out of it. I knew nothing against any of the schools that had offered me out of high school. I just I knew I could uh, probably go to a bigger bigger school, bigger platform, and I just knew if I went JUCO and put the work in that there was a really good chance that was going to happen. So just kind of betted on myself a little bit, but um, not a lot of people like to do it, but it, it, it does pay off. Yeah. Was that a hard decision to make? Uh, like initially, I feel like that took a lot of probably like trust in the process and in yourself and stuff. Yeah, I, I went and down and visited Tyler uh, a couple of times and a lot of other JUCOs in Texas. Uh, so I did my research, um, met the coaches, figured out offensive schemes and stuff they're running. So just little small things to give me some more assurance that that was going to be the right decision. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, you do got to have a little bit of faith. So um, that was just something I decided to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so now I kind of want to get into some stuff that you've been doing. I don't know how long. You can kind of explain this, though. But um, I saw that you've been working with or you dropped your NIL line. When did you drop that, like your merch line? That was in August, in early August. August. Yeah. Okay, sick merch, by the way. I'll be expecting a shirt. Thanks. No, I'm of course, I got you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so, and then, so 20% of your proceeds go to OU Children's Hospital, correct? Yep. Okay. So kind of go into that a little bit and just like explain like how that even came about, like your organization and kind of your mission with that. Yep. So I was working on my NIL, um, like the designs of the shirts and all this stuff like that, the website. And obviously my dad's been a huge part of my life. So always talk everything over with him. Um, kind of bouncing ideas off each other and making sure everything was right and we were just kind of like uh, what can we do that was going to be different you know than a lot of other uh, athletes that were dropping NIL brand not even just from like what the merch looks like but just something different and um, we kind of came together and thought about it for a couple of days and I was like well I'm going to be making all this money but and it's and it's coming to me but why can't we help other people out and so I've kind of always had a place as in my heart as far as for kids and have a young cousin that has muscular dystrophy. And so um, been around kids' hospitals and stuff like that um, just always kind of touched me in a different way. So we decided to, to partner up with the uh, Oklahoma Children's Hospital uh, at OU. And I gave them a call and because I, I didn't know. I didn't really know anyone over there, have any connections. So I kind of just called them up. And I mean, within seconds, I was uh, on the phone with one of their top people and they're setting it up and everything was going smoothly and, and they're super excited to make it all work. And so uh got down there and went and visited with them and, and kind of got to meet a couple of the kids too, which was, which was a fun deal and get to brighten their day a little bit, but uh, it all happened kind of quick and, um, we set it up and then launched obviously the website and, um, it's been going since then. That's so awesome. You hear so much, like with all the NIL stuff about like what people can get for themselves and like what they can take and how much they, I mean, and there are a few situations where that's not like that. And, right. but, um, I understand that you have to look out for yourself too. And like, you know, you can, you only know how long you're going to play. Like you don't really know that, but um so like taking advantage of that but also like being able to give back you're right that is so different and I just have a lot of respect for you for that when I read that I was like wow that is so cool well, but, thank you. um what is kind of like I don't know how to word this what has kind of like molded that like I guess like the servant in you like I don't know I've heard a little bit of just because like I've kind of heard about you like my dad's been around you 
um, like faith wise, has that, is that, a, does that have a presence in your life or? No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, no. So growing up, uh, like I said, in Louisiana, my grandfather was a pastor. So I was always going to church Sundays and Wednesdays and being around that and kind of had a big family. Like I said, he had four sons, obviously one of them, my dad, they were all in Louisiana. So I was always around my family a whole lot. Um, there were, grew up Christian, um, and like I said, going to church. So that was just the environment I was kind of always raised in and, um, I didn't really know much different. And so, um, uh, I would say that played a big part of it and, uh, it was nothing really I ever rebelled or anything against. I've, I've always, uh, thought it was super special and I was, grew up in a super special situation. So I've been thankful for it. Yeah, that's awesome. I think when you get to college, I grew up the same way. My parents were my parents, my grandparents, like we've all grown up um, Christian as well. And just like in a great family. And like, I've been fortunate enough for that. But I think like once I got to college, I realized just like how much I had taken that for granted, you know, and um, just like the love that comes from that. And kind of like the I don't want to say safety because like my peace comes from the Lord but like just kind of like the peace that also comes from that situation just knowing that I'm being prayed for and loved and um so it's kind of I think it's cool that you've carried that with you into college because a lot of people kind of don't you know like when they get like oh this is like this is me now like I'm making decisions for myself but I think it's neat that you've chosen to carry that with you and like um you can see the influence of it in what you're doing so that's really cool props to you (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, let's kind of transition into, I guess, this season a little bit um, and like kind of the culture that y'all are trying to build, like how, so you've been a part of two different programs. So how would you say that like what y'all do on a day-to-day is different than not necessarily like TJC, but just like from different programs across the country, you know, because you've just transferred here, seen other places freshly. So kind of just explain that a little bit. I'd say the biggest thing would be the people mm-hmm. um, that that Coach V's brought in here. Obviously, one of them being your dad is a big one. Um, Coach Lebby is is another big one. But uh, I can name almost everyone on staff. But a lot of them have either played at Oklahoma or been here and coached here before. So all the coaches are kind of tight. Um, they've either played with each other, coached one another, even maybe. So they're, they got a super tight bond, which allows them to coach us and, and, and have fun, you know, um, and it's like, they've been here before. It's kind of weird. They all seem, which most of them have, but it feels like they've been here before and they're just in the right spot. And then also I'd say probably the resources coach Venables has got for us. Um, I know there's a lot of other programs out there and that spent a bunch of money, but as far as resources, as like mental health and stuff like that for guys on the team, if that's something that they're needing um, at a certain time, we got people on staff that just do that. Um, our nutritionists, they watch exactly what we eat. If we need to gain weight, lose weight, they got programs for us. So it's like little small details um, that a lot of programs are either don't have or just don't worry about um, or don't think about. So that kind of gives us a little bit of a competitive advantage and also grows us closer to one another as teammates and stuff like that. And the closer you can be as a team, obviously, you know, is um, going to benefit you and the team way more. Mm-hmm. For sure. I've just kind of seen some of y'all's dynamic and like heard my dad, you know, obviously like I don't 
pepper him about his job or anything, but I'm an athlete too. So we just, I mean, my brother's an athlete. So when we're sitting right. at the dinner table, we just have conversations like that. And um, so, but he just like hearing about how close y'all are has been really special and kind of like even influenced me with my team. Like, I didn't even know that. I mean, shoot, if a hundred guys can be that close, then surely like a group of 15 girls running track can be close, you know? So I don't know. It's just really cool that y'all um, have already accomplished, not accomplished it, but like are working towards that this early when mm -hmm. all just got there. So that's really cool. Yeah, no, I, I no, I wasn't on the team last year, but I've heard, I mean, countless guys on the team say that we're way more closer this year than they were ever last year a couple of years ago so that's pretty interesting to hear them say that and I know that like y'all maybe definitely haven't had the results that you're looking for but that's a great place to start like just the foundationally like right. with just like relationships like with coaches with athletes like that's a great foundation to build on and so I think that I mean I'm biased but I think y'all can only go up from here yeah yeah um okay so what do you like to do outside of football like you have a week off what are you doing yeah so I guess I'd say our bye week was last week so drove down to Dallas and uh hung out with some of my cousins that they're around my age and we went out and uh, went hunting went on some went on the land so I'd say hunting fishing would probably be anything really outdoors to be honest with you um would be my go-to every once in a while. I you asked me a couple of years ago, I'd probably say video games. <laughs> I've gotten away from that now. Okay. Not very much time for that. So, right. uh, just anything outdoors, kind of outside. What's your favorite thing to hunt? Um, probably hogs. I'd have to go with hogs. Okay. Because I like I have to, I I hate them. I like to get rid of them. No doubt. I like do not, I will not hesitate hunting hogs. Like, no, not at all. They need to be gone anyway. So you might as well, you know? Right. Right. Do you have one of those uh, thermal scopes or you just go like they did in the olden days? I just go straight like, knife. Straight, yeah, knife. straight knife to the head. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. That's fun. So, so your cousins are your age. Do they play football or do they? Yeah. So, um, my younger cousin who I was just with, Jet. He's actually uh, he's at TJC right now. He's okay. a freshman there. He's playing football. He's a quarterback as well. Um, and then my other two older cousins, one of them, Jacob Copeland, he played at Baylor. He's a couple years older than me. He's 23 now, I believe. Okay. And then uh, JB Copeland, he just recently got married a couple years ago. So not around him as much, uh, still hanging out. And they're all in the Dallas Southlake area. And so when I get a couple days off, that's where I go back. My parents are actually in California right now. So okay. uh, it's a little bit of a flight. So when I get a couple of days off, I'm usually going back to hang out with my cousins and stay with them. Yeah, I get to see a little bit of family. You can't see right. them. Yep. That's awesome. Um, okay, so another question. What is something that someone may not know about you looking from the inside in? Hmm. Probably that I love, uh, I love art. Okay. Um, I don't have like a bunch of paintings or stuff like that. And I still don't know a whole lot about it. I mean, there's a lot of art out there, but I love to draw um, a whole lot. Not necessarily even, I mean, obviously looking at art and stuff, people are amazing, amazing artists and stuff like that. But I love to draw in my free time or if I get bored. Um, 
I always sketch it on paper. Um, anytime, like I'm in class or something, have some extra time or just bored sitting around, probably like to draw. I don't think a lot of people know that. Okay, that's interesting. What do you yeah. What do you like to draw? Uh, I like to like copy things that I see that's around me. So whether I'm like outside and it's kind of like trees and stuff or landscape around me or inside and uh just like something in the classroom or something just kind of whatever's around me in my environment that's interesting okay I didn't know that like I wouldn't have known that so that's really cool thanks for for giving us the inside there yeah (laughs) okay so what is your major uh that's actually a funny question because (laughs) I switched my major yesterday yesterday so you're fresh you're fresh in the new major yep I was business when I got here um which I like business, nothing wrong with it. But I wanted to go into communications. Um, and so I switched it yesterday, communications. And I kind of looked at it. I was like, I want to go into business. I didn't have to be, a, I don't have to be a business major to go into business, you know. Um, a lot of people even start businesses, you know, that don't even go to college or whatever. So I was like, it'd be important. But uh, I was kind of thinking, I was like, everybody, no matter what business or whatever they do majority of people have to communicate and know how to communicate with others and that's something I like to do I like I like public speaking and talking to other people relationship stuff like learning about that so I thought that was going to be probably the best choice for me going on and so that's why I wanted to get into communications and I feel like I'm not kind of stuck in like one category communications like I said reaches out to a bunch of different jobs or or uh, opportunities so uh can go a bunch of different ways for sure for sure yeah no matter what your job is you always have to communicate so it's important very very important what is your dream job like all out dream job could do anything i mean obviously the goal is to go to the nfl right Uh, but i mean everyone knows that doesn't last forever whether that's going to be two years in the nfl or i mean 15 which is like a great career a really long time um after that uh I don't I, nec- I don't necessarily have one job that I want to do um I'd want to do something maybe that have to do something outdoors okay. or something active that'd keep me going I don't know if I'd want to sit at a desk job all day even like if it was a business job and um want to do sales or something I'd want to be like a sales rep that's on the road moving around meeting new people and stuff like that but I feel like I'd want to do something with with my friends or uh family if possible yeah. uh, I know that that isn't always the case when you get a job you kind of make your work friends or whatever but uh I feel like it'd be really fun to go do something you love with uh some people you're closest with no doubt no doubt I'm really close with my family too and I'm kind of like like I'm an upperclassman now I'm a senior actually and so I'm trying to figure out kind of how I can you know you want to like go away and do your own thing but also it's like I love these people so much like they've helped me so much and um you just want to be as involved with them for as long as you can you know because you can never get time back so that's kind of how I'm trying to figure out how I can do that and also do what I feel called to do at the same time you know so it's weird at first you want to get out of the house out of high school and then freshman year you kind of want to be like as far away as home as possible you're on your own it's totally different feeling and then like Christmas break and stuff like that hit and you go back home and then you're like well 
I mean, I don't know if I want to live here necessarily again, but I don't mind coming back here, eating dinner with like home cooked meals and stuff and being, being around and just hanging out. No doubt. I, uh, I was a sophomore during COVID. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, my track season got canceled that spring and I was so upset. I was like, oh, I was like training so well, I was going to have a great season. And I actually got to go home and obviously stayed home for the spring and my brother was a senior in high school. Uh-huh. And so it was really cool to just like have that last semester of us both at home before right. he went to college and I went back to college. And so it's kind of, I don't know, that was just a really fun time. And just, I don't know, you, it's funny how you always like, I don't know, for me, like I, I always, always, always look forward to going home and people like kind of like crack on me for that because it's like oh you're such a home buddy I'm like no I just love the people there I swear (laughs) right but okay what is your favorite place in the entire world and why oh favorite place in the entire world uh I'd have to go with and this is going to be a weird one for people that have been there um is where I was born Shreveport Louisiana really small pretty small town I mean for Louisiana there's definitely a lot smaller towns than that but compared to like people from Texas and California and stuff it's it's a really small town um not too much going on there um I wouldn't even say it's been kept up very well to be honest with you um but I have some of my best memories there I'd say growing up um my dad coached me in football um at that time my grandfather was uh, the athletic director at the high school so we got to go go watch the high school games every Friday. Um, had a lot of friends on the team. Watched my youngest uncle growing up. He was playing in high school uh, when I was in like second or third grade. So I get to watch him play on Friday nights. My grandparents, um, their house that they had, I'd go stay over there all the time. Um, my other grandparents, my cousins lived that are in Dallas now live down there. Um, and they had a bunch of land with four wheelers and stuff. So we'd go out and hang out there. So I would have to say it just brings back a lot of good memories when I go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I moved around a whole lot. I mean, Newport Beach is up there with with it just because it's such a nice spot, the weather, the ocean, stuff like that. But um, I don't think anything will beat Shreveport just because of the memories, the food, the friends and family. And I still got a lot of family there as well. That's awesome. That's really cool. I wasn't expecting you to say that. I'm not going to lie, but yeah. I respect it. That sounds really fun. <laughs> big Cajun food guy or or no oh yeah oh yeah love spicy food crawfish probably my favorite food okay um oysters gator anything like that I love it crawfish is good it just takes some work I'm gonna have to work on my technique I have to show me because I I struggle it takes me like an hour to eat like five so yeah it it takes some time um sometimes I guess you'd say it's not worth it but (laughs) I I love it so much I'll sit there and I've gotten pretty good at it so I can peel them like three seconds and just go to the next one hey it's tough that's awesome didn't y'all have like a like a crawfish meal or something a few weeks ago? I, I heard about it um it was like a week or two before I got here because oh. I came early in the summer and uh, I think coach Levy threw a big crawfish bowl at his house for all the coaches and a couple of the players uh, that wanted to come but I missed it by a couple of weeks man that would have been right up your alley Shoot. I know I know <laughs> Well, okay, so we've kind of hit a lot of topics, and have you, do you have anything else that you, like, want to say or anything like that? Uh, No, but I got a couple questions for you. If that's for all. me? Yeah, yeah. fine. 
turntable. Uh, yeah. What uh what got you into track? So I start I played soccer all growing up. I started playing when I was like four, I think. And I played everything growing up. I played basketball, softball. Um, I kicked for my high school football team. I did like everything. And um, so, but soccer was my main competitive sport. And my sophomore year, my freshman year of high school, um, the track coach was like, please come out and run the mile. I know you play soccer. I just need somebody to run the mile. And I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. So um, my mom's been a runner her whole life. She marathons and stuff like that. And I had always told myself, I will never do that. Right. And no, seriously. I was like, it just looks painful. But um, so, yeah, I ran the mile my freshman year and I did really well. And I was like, wow, I'm kind of good at this. It's kind of fun. And um, I started training a little bit more and I absolutely like fell in love with the sport and competing. I just really liked how kind of the work you put in was like your direct result. Like it wasn't not necessarily as much of a team sport. Yeah. And like I love team sports. I've grown up around it, but I just thought that it was really cool that um, like the work that I put in was like the work that I put in or I didn't put in, that was what my result was going to be. So that's kind of why I chose that. That's pretty cool. Um, I got to ask you this one. I know you said uh, your mom was a runner, so she trained you a lot, but uh, your dad, did he train you growing up as far as like speed and agility or weightlifting, or was he kind of like um, waited for you to, to kind of ask him to for any advice or any training? Or he just put you straight into it. So it's kind of funny because everybody always asks me that, like, oh, what did your dad have you doing when you were little and like all this stuff? So my mom was a strength coach too. They actually both coached. They met at Notre Dame and got married there and they were both coaching there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've kind of had like the double, double coach, like yeah. household deal. Um, but neither of my parents have really, I think just because we grew up around it, like we kind of knew what it took from an early age to be really good and like our parents never are like my brother and I we they never really had to harp on us a lot and they were really awesome about just like um letting us come to them for help and training advice and all of that stuff and I think that they knew that we were around it 24 7 so they didn't really want to harp on it and like by the time you get home I'm sure your dad was the same way like he's been talking about work all day he's just like yeah you know, like, let's talk about school, right. let's talk about what's going on in your life. And, but I think my dad saw my mom, you know, being my coach and stuff and kind of decided to be the neutral side of that. And so my dad has definitely helped me a lot in like the mental aspect of performance and you know how he is with that. So, right. um, but I would definitely say that like toughness wise and all of that, I mean, a lot of it has come from my mom, but my dad has tried to approach, like, I would say the performance thing more than like the physical side of it with me. So. That's awesome. Yeah, no, uh, he definitely gets after us, you know, um, out in the field while we're running or lifting or whatever. But I mean, you have to appreciate it. He wants the best for all of us. And yeah. um, I mean, not a lot of people know it, but he's a fun guy too, you know. He is, yeah. He, he he can have some fun, but I mean, when we're on the field, it's it's work, and he knows that, so he has to set the tone for us um, every day. And the one thing I probably respect about him the most is um I haven't shown up and got a different version of them yet you know I've shown up every morning whether it was at 5 a.m or 6 30 a.m or a weekday or a weekend and he's ready to go he's already in the weight room he's got energy music going 
he's yelling, he's getting on you, he's hyping you up, you know, so he's brought the same energy and then the same person every day, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I love that about him too. And I've actually learned a lot about just like consistency in life, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of like you said, like he does, he, all of my friends are so scared of him, you know, like <laughs> at first, because they hear, I mean, like you hear all these things like, oh, he's so scary. He's so tough. And like, he is, yes, but like, he's so tough on y'all and me because like, he loves all of us so much that he wants us to be the best that we can be. And um, so I just think that that's really cool. But also like he does, he is like the goofiest guy and nobody, nobody gets to see that besides like you see him every day. And you kind of like, I guess people don't expect it, but I'm like, no, y'all, seriously, you should be afraid of my mom. And my dad is actually hilarious. and He's really goofy. So that's funny. Yeah. So how has that been? Did y'all like, cause like you probably, I don't know, everybody like kind of was saying how tough he was before, like he got back to OU Were uh-huh. you like, scared going in or were you like, what the heck is going to happen? You know, I've I've heard stories obviously about him even before I was looking to go to OU or even knew if that was going to be an opportunity and had friends at AM and stuff and heard a couple of stories like that and then committed and realized I don't know why I didn't realize it before I committed, but realized he was coming back because when I came up here, um OU was a late decision for me. I, I played a season at Tyler and then came back for spring and did spring ball and went through the whole month of spring ball and uh, visited OU early May. And they were all coming back like June 1st. So I had to make a decision. I had to get down here. And when I came up here to visit, there was no players. Obviously, they're on the break. Most coaches were had went home. Um, so I didn't know about it until I came back. And I was like, how did I not, how did I not hear about this? But, I mean, I was a little worried at first just because I – never even met him or seen him, you know, I pictures and stuff like that. But I knew it was going to be a tough summer. Um, but I knew it was going to be tough wherever you went, but just all the different stories and stuff like that. But uh, to be honest with you, I was telling my mom this when she called me probably about three or four weeks into summer and was just asking how everything was going and all the coaches and stuff like that. But I was like, he's probably my – I was like, you're not going to believe this. and But he's probably my favorite coach right now. I was like, uh, just like I told you, the energy and stuff he brought every day. But, I, can, I mean, you can see. I mean, a lot of guys are, I guess, maybe young or something and don't understand and are showing up late and stuff and just not committed yet. But, I mean, if you're showing up every day and you're wanting to get better, and maybe you just have to be a little bit of an older guy or been around it for a little bit. But, I mean, you can see the work he puts in with us and how much he wants it for us and how much he wants us to be good and get us better. So that stuck out to me, like, right away. I knew something was different and he was special. And obviously, I mean, I was still upset the days I had to come up there for the third time and do the workout because a couple people didn't run through the line and stuff like that. But you're like, I can't complain, you know, but everyone's held to the same standard. That's awesome. That's really cool. And maybe it plays into like you kind of, I mean, you were coached by your dad and I think people mm-hmm. that kind of grow up around it kind of have a, an appreciation for it too. Like um, the job is so hard and I think a lot of people try to glamorize it a lot, you know, yeah. just like, oh, like he's a football coach. His job is so easy. Like that's so fun. 
And right. I mean, really, he's just showing up to work like everybody else is, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, just like all those guys that work in, I mean, all the coaches, all the whatever, like even you guys, like playing is a job, being a student athlete is a job. And so you're all just showing up and trying to do the, the do the best that you can. And so just seeing somebody um model that well, I'm biased, but I'm really proud of my dad for the way that he does that day in and day out. So well, no doubt because he could easily show up and you see it a lot and just be uh, an idiot and mean to the players and not really care, um, just be yelling all the time loud. I mean, that's the easy way out or the easy thing to do, you know, not building relationships with the players. So to see him do that, I, I mean, I, I knew after two or three weeks that it was he was, he was special. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you're having that experience with him. <laughs> it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been tough, but fun. Yeah, for sure. Hey, do you have any siblings? I do. I have a younger sister. Uh, shout out Avery. She's a senior in high school. She's out in California right now. That's awesome. Uh, so she's finishing up her last year of high school and then she's off to college. That's fun. Does she know where she's going yet? Um, I'm not sure yet. Um, actually her birthday today. So hey, was, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's turning big 18. So yep. uh, she's getting up there. Love that. Love that. Were y'all close growing up? Yeah, we were. Um, I'd say, so we're two years apart, mm-hmm. 20, she's 18. Um, growing up young, obviously, I mean, you know, you have a brother, um, a lot of like back and forth, not even necessarily fighting, but I mean, just getting on each other's nerves and stuff like that and messing with each other. And then once I kind of hit high school, she hit middle school, um, mellowed out a whole lot and became a lot closer and could be able to, you know, just like hang out and talk and, and whether we were sitting at the house or whatever together or out doing something or go drive her around or something. So yeah, we, we became really close. That's awesome. That's my brother and I are two years apart too. And so it's funny how it goes from, like you said, that like kind of like bickering, like, I don't know, yeah. I guess just kid stuff, but like now he's seriously my best friend. And I like that relationship is something that I will, I don't know. He's like my person that I go to with everything now, you know? So it's uh, it just, it's weird. Kinda, it just clicks. Yeah. One year it's just yep. changes. Yep. I remember one year I pushed him off a bunk bed and broke his collarbone and you know, look where we are now. So right. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. any more questions for me? That kind of, that kind of threw me for a loop. I'm not going to lie. Well, I don't know. I uh, figured you didn't get that very often. So I don't. Um, and I was also curious too. So I had to ask. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. I appreciate that. Of course. Well, um, okay. So we've kind of hit everything that, we've that I kind of wrote down and more a little bit but um just like kind of in regards to football you know like that takes a lot of your time right now and you're working really hard on that but kind of the question that I ask everybody on the podcast is what do you want to be remembered for more than this more what do I want to be remembered for like in football or just like in football um as far as my teammates go if like you had to ask them what what they remember me as I'd want to say probably like three things would be a great teammate um super passionate about the game um in every aspect I guess I'd say a, a, a winner which I guess doesn't necessarily meaning winning every game but just the mentality 
Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I don't know really how to say it, but never really taking any days off. Mm-hmm. I'm always being in the moment, not looking forward or living in the past or anything, but living in the moment for day by day. Cause like you said, I mean, my position is a little bit different. I'm not getting hit every play. So I don't, uh, the, the risk of injury is not quite as great, although there's still a lot there, but, um, you never know when your play is your last play, whether it's out in the practice field or in a game or something happens in your life where you're not able to play again. So just kind of taking it in every day. Yeah, I love that. Those are all really good things. And I kind of liked how you said um, being a winner, because I think that a lot of what you said, like if you truly look at it, a lot of it plays into that. And like not even like you said, winning a game, but just like living your life like a winner is Mm -hmm. like a lot of that plays into that. So I liked I like that characteristic, how you said that. That's really neat. Yeah. Well, okay. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed talking to you. Of course. No, thanks for having me.